Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 25th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. LibertyRoundtable.com, our website, our nationally syndicated radio network, LovingLiberty.net. Donate and spread the word. By the way, we have Android and iPhone apps. You can download and listen to live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. Free, LovingLiberty.net. And a quick recap of yesterday's broadcast starts now. We had our buddy on Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, RonPaulInstitute.org, doing a phenomenal job as always. We talked about a Corner Canyon High School, that's in Utah, basketball player. Blood clots after the COVID vaccination. Turns out now his father uh, is ill because of the CoCoVax as well. They say it's all safe and effective, but they lie. It's not even a vaccine. It's an experimental gene therapy program, to say the least. The CDC now says vaccines may lead to hard heart, I'm sorry, to a heart issue in young people. More research is needed into this. Wow. More side effects, folks. We warned you, beware. And they don't even know what the long-term side effects are either. Mass vaccination triggers shark, shark spike, sorry, in cases and deaths everywhere. Mike Whitney with a piece. In Israel, they claim that more elderly people are dying from the vaccines than they are the coronavirus. My Twitter account got shut down for reporting that news out of Israel. And, of course, they wanted me to apologize so my Twitter feed could go back up. I refuse. Therefore, my Twitter feed remains shut down. How the CDC is manipulating data to prop up vaccine effectiveness. Kit Knightley with that article. Great stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Doctors are now seeing patients with, quote, COVID-19 symptoms, but they say it's not COVID-19 at all. Doctors explain why there are more people with COVID-19 symptoms. The bottom line is they're blurring the lines of when you're affected, when you're not, when you're vaccinated, when you're not, when you have immunity, when you don't. Rand Paul, senator from Kentucky, says he will not be getting the COVID-19 vaccination. But don't worry, Oregon says papers, please. Oregon now requires, quote, proof of vaccination. Jordan Shaskill with the article. There's a new word out, if you haven't seen it, ahead of news items. I-C-Y-M-I. Isomy, is that how you say it? Or isomy? Yeah, in case you didn't know, or in case you aren't aware of it, or whatever it says. Fight like heck against vaccine passports. That is a Ben Swan video. Yeah, fight like heck against vaccine passports. It's a video that got shut down 
by YouTube. Yeah, there you have it. We also talked about the people are battling in the Utah State Legislative Body. Utah State, State Treasurer candidate. What questions would you ask the candidate, asks Lowell Nelson. And I said I would ask uh, about pro-life issues, first and foremost. Foremost. Secondly, I would start to ask about money related to the pro-life issue. Are we funding pro-death? And will you stop it, would be my primary question. All right, there's hour one recap. Hour two, we had Dr. Scott Bradley with us, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. And uh, Fossey lied to Congress about gain-of-function research. Ben Swan, truthinmedia.com. In case you missed it, I guess is what that new acronym is, right? Senator Paul suggested that the NIH, National Institutes of Health, had funded gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which could have been contributed to an accidental lab leak. Fauci emphatically denies that they funded gain-of-function research, but evidence shows mm, there's weird money flowing weird places. We'll tell you that. The lab leak theory, they say, once dismissed as most or by, I should say, most mainstream news sources and most government officials, etc. They called it a conspiracy theory for over a year, but now it's gained increasing momentum and evidence in recent weeks. A number of experts and officials have now outright supported it as the reality or refused to rule it out. Yeah, even the research folks at first ruled it out, but now they're going back to the drawing board and saying, Wait, you know what? <clears throat> this could be. Even the WHO initial inquiry is saying, hey, this lab leak theory is more likely. Anthony Fauci, the top medical expert, supposedly, he's no longer convinced that it's not natural origin. He thought it was natural origin. Now he's saying, wait a minute, it might have been leaked from a lab. So even Fauci, after a year, changing his tune. What do us conspiracy realists say now? We told you so. Um, why did you dismiss it so early? Why would you go on a bender to dismiss that idea if it wasn't for cover-up? That's what we could say, right? House Intel report, that's from the House of Representatives, overwhelming evidence that COVID leaked from a Wuhan lab finds Chinese military involved in research. Wow. Possibly funded by the United States, ArtMoreWND.com. So now we have gain-of-function research. We have a 21-page intel report from the House. Everything is pointing to a Wuhan lab leak. The question is, is that leak intentional or accidental? Is the next question that nobody's willing to ask but me and a few bold others. CDC Director Rochelle Olinsky admitted in her response to queries by Senator John Kennedy. She admitted... Yes, it's possible that the Wuhan virus could have leaked from a lab. So where they said it was conspiracy theory, now they're all admitting it's not only possible, it's probable. Fact, fact is, they cover up well, and we never know the true origins. A group of 18 prominent scientists published a paper in the journal Science calling for an investigation into the origin of the pandemic insisting that an accidental leak from a lab could not be ruled out. 
But if it leaked from the lab, you can't just assume it's accidental either, can you? The question is why the leak, who the leak, how the leak, huh? There's overwhelming circumstantial evidence to support a lab leak as the origination of COVID-19. Well, believe it or not, there's no substantive evidence supporting the natural zoonosis hypothesis. In other words, there's more evidence that it leaked from a lab than there is that it was natural, transferring from bats to another animal, yet unnamed to humans. There's less evidence of that fact than a lab leak. But, of course, the mainstream press in bed with government bureaucrats led by Fauci and others have been lying for over a year, but the truth is finally coming out. COVID-19 vaccines, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, fact is they're not vaccines at all. They are experimental gene therapies. Why would you say, well, what's the big deal, Sam? Well, <clears throat> the problem is if you say that it's uh, a vaccine, then there's all kinds of government protections. Removal of liability for vaccine companies. And if you call it an experimental gene therapy, all that emergency stuff doesn't fly. And all that protection doesn't happen. It's all about money and protection for the drug companies and for government, ladies and gentlemen. And they're lying to you on so many fronts, it is shocking. The bad news, they've lied and locked us down and taken away our liberties. The good news is the information is coming out slowly but surely. Bureaucrats, professional do-gooders, dishonest politicians and more are being forced to admit the truth. Wow, that's a recap of yesterday's broadcast with Lowell Nelson and Scott Bradley. News the network refused to use today starts now with Sam Bushman. And, of course, Kirk Cosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. Hey, Kurt, somebody ought to slap the people over at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell I you think, why? Uh, folks are working on that. Yeah. <clears throat> they need to, um, I don't know what you say. They need to be slapped over there, though. And the reason that I say that is this. They kicked me off Twitter on my Liberty Roundtable Live account, right? Because I reported articles out of Israel and from LifeSite News saying more people are dying in China or in um, Israel that are elderly from the vaccines than they are from the coronavirus itself. Now, I don't know how factual that is. I just know some prominent doctors and researchers have documented it. And I found two news sources, some Israeli sources and LifeSite News as my a backup for the story. So I submit to you, to me, the ability to report it should be your First Amendment. But, of course, Twitter says no, that it's fake news. Sam, take it down. We'll let your account come back up. I won't take it down, so my account's not coming up. But the reason that I say they need to be slapped is because Liberty Roundtable is one of my Twitter feed channels, right? Another one of them is called Liberty News Radio. So while they've shut down my Liberty Roundtable feed, they're emailing me saying, Sam, we're missing you on Twitter on my Liberty News one because I'm not posting to either of them now. Why would you shut me down on one account and beg me? To post on another account when it's the same people, same thing, same news the networks refuse to use. May I ask? Liberty Roundtable Live. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm seven years old. I'm sitting here in the corner having a time out until mom comes to talk to me. 
all I did was cut my sister's hair. I was just trying to help. I guess Mom didn't like how I did it. In a minute, she'll be back and ask me if I know what I did was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have cut her hair. And she'll say we all make mistakes because we're just learning about stuff. And she'll give me a hug and we'll end up talking about more stuff. No matter what you talk to your kids about, love is what they'll hear. I really like Mom's timeouts, and I think she likes them too. Yeah, I think they help her remember how much she loves me. A thought from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Visit us at mormon.org. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby on your radio. Discussions of all things liberty, if you will. This segment of the broadcast brought to you by localhoneyman.com. Spread the word. Have local honey delivered directly to your door. Localhoneyman.com or to learn more, text or call 801-669-2211 for all things honey. Kurt Crosby with me. The CDC, Kurt, still won't release guidance on what behavior is safe for unvaccinated individuals who have recovered from COVID-19. Uh, you are one of those, right, Kurt? Aren't you? Or did you get vaccinated? No, I didn't get vaccinated, okay. but um, so you had COVID nineteen, yeah. But right. you're not vaccinated, so you and Rand Paul are in the same camp, if you will. And Doctor Rand Paul, senator as well of Kentucky, says, "I'm not taking the vaccine. I don't need it. I've got immunity naturally." The battle's on, and the CDC simply will not respond. This is where I say they have an agenda. Why will they not respond? knowing full well that natural immunity is every bit as good, if not better than uh, government or mandated or vaccinated, whatever words you want to use, immunity. You're in that camp, Kurt. Uh, Rand Paul speaking out. You should have the stage to do the same, sir. It's a great point, Sam. And, uh, you know, like uh, Rand Paul said, uh, you know, now they say he's received a suspicious package at home. Uh, and I guess he... Um, According to the Washington Post, which is a very um, lousy source, uh, but anyway, I say uh, that's a suspicious um, white powder uh, in there. And, you know, I mean, the bottom line is uh, he doesn't 
go the way that, uh, you know, the insider boys want him to go. And, you know, if he would just go ahead and roll up his sleeves and take the vaccine, maybe every day he would be kind of okay. But then he'd have to keep his mouth shut, right? He's a doctor, says no need, Kurt. Well, I know, and then you got all this info uh, coming out about Fauci, um, you know, in, what, 2017, saying that um, President Trump was going to have to deal with a uh, pandemic, as some call it, instead of a pandemic, you know. Um, I mean, but of course, you know, it's, I, I was talking to a couple of yesterday when I was selling honey, and they pulled up because they loved the you know, the flags and the big flag that says uh, stop the steal and the one that says uh, uh, Trump won, Democrats cheated. You know, I mean, they, they pulled up on their Harley and they were like, man, I love those signs and stuff. And and uh, the one uh, they were talking and saying, uh, you know, uh, isn't it interesting how um, Fauci, we all knew, I mean, a whole bunch of us knew that, hey, that source was probably right there in Wuhan, you know, from our own government spending money uh, way back then. That's what we talked about, and yet now, yes, sir. hey, it's it's all coming out, isn't it? Yeah, it's very shocking what to say, but again, Fauci and those guys had an agenda, Kurt, and they pushed it so hard, and the mainstream press carried the ball so much to where we got obliterated and sidelined but at least enough of us are standing up to power to the next level right it's a great point and uh, you know i was talking with them and telling them how uh, it made me think of uh, the days of old when i think did we go down to the jfk thing together sam yeah like man we were, okay. dallas yes um, sir we stood on know, the knoll and, or the grassy knoll the grassy and everything knoll. else buddy right that's right that's right and uh you know i was just thinking about how <laughs> you know the government tells you that that bullet was just a magic bullet it went through uh jfk and then it went down there into some governor from texas i think and you know two or three of the places it just kind of curved around and the one lady looked at me kind of like, well, she didn't know that story about the magic bullet, you know. Uh, and uh, and you know, know it's, Kurt, it's not, not again, to sidetrack too far, story. not to sidetrack too far, but that's really what woke me up to where I don't trust government anymore. When I really started hearing about that story back in the early 90s or whatever, and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I've heard little blips of it, but I didn't know enough about it. But when I started to study it and kind of understand it uh, back in 91, kind of two range or whatever else, I kind of went, you know what? The government's just lost all credibility. Why would they lie about the murder of our president? Okay, this guy's a Democrat. It's not a partisan issue. I mean, I could go on and on and on in my thinking back at the time, but I just thought, why the cover-up now here? And I learned to, to not trust government over that story, Kurt. Well, I mean, they've got, uh, like when we were talking with that couple uh, yesterday, I was saying, like, you know, the problem is, Sam, is, I mean, if you've got a friend who or some associate who just continually lies to you, um, you're probably going to go, mm, when he tells you something new, you're probably going to think, you know, I really doubt that, you know, because they yes. ask me, 
you know, what what do you think about the flat earth idea, you know? And I was like, yeah, what do you think about the moon, you know, like, uh, you know, going to the moon? And the lady goes, yeah, you know, when you think about that, I mean, how come with all this advanced technology we can't just zip right there now? And yet, you know, we're, we supposedly went, what was it, 50 years ago? I don't know, something like that. Uh, yeah, but, first try, but we can't seem to duplicate it again. <laughs> like, why couldn't we back in 2016 when everybody was talking about it be like, we're going to get there uh, yeah. be, uh, by the end of the decade. That's what they said 50-plus years ago, right? Well, that's right. Why couldn't they do it again? Then they're like, oh, we're going to do it in 2024. And then they're like, oh, the coronavirus. We can't get there in yeah. 2024 now. We better make it 2028 or whatever they're doing and saying. It's just mm-hmm. like, are you kidding me? But see, I don't trust any of them, Kurt, at all. And I hate to be so negative, but I just can't trust them because they're dishonest. And really, that JFK story is where I really learned the most about this, where it's just like, what is going on? I mean, just imagine telling people uh, they had, if you're not aware of it, ladies and gentlemen, you can study it up if they haven't already you know, cleared it up off the internet or whatever. But there's a th- there was a thing back then called the Warren Commission. And it's sort of like the Mueller investigation, if you ask me. But anyway, um, the Warren Commission back there, uh, back then in the 60s, you know, it basically looked in, they said, to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. And they somehow told you how just this magic bullet from um, Lee Harvey Oswald uh, went through, you know, Kennedy. Of course, it hit him, they said, in the back of the head, and somehow it made his brain go onto the back of the car. And yet, you know, I mean, he's yeah. so stupid to go, let's see, something hits you from the back, and then you go, part of your head goes back? I mean, it would go well, let me forward, tell you what's stupid, Sam, I mean, I mean... This idea uh, that you don't trust so your government. Crazy. How dare you? See, that's what they want you to believe. Uh, And that's really what, again, erodes their credibility even further. Kurt's going logically, hey, how does the head blow that way if it's from a different direction? That's right. See, and then they're like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're not. You're (laughs) anti-government. And they go and just quantum leap because they don't have anything logical to say to defend against the truth. Right. And And so that's why they go to the attacks, Kurt. Well, that's exactly right. And you can look there. You know, it's got, um, when you look on the Internet, at least on DuckDuckGo, you can see images for Magic Bullet JFK, you know, showing, oh, you know, it went through here and then it curved up there. And, I mean, it's amazing. It's such a magic bullet. must have been one of those special Russian ones, you know. I mean, you know how they've got those kind that can just kind of curve around and do all these amazing things before they finished you know i mean it's just insane sam you know and lying to us from that and then you got tuskegee you got so many things you just kind of go like you know what they have the nerve to do then they have the nerve to go i don't see why people don't believe us and trust us and and, and give us you know (laughs) credibility and stuff and i'm just going yeah i I don't mean to be offensive but how dumb are you you're really telling me you don't understand why we don't trust you Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just beyond the pale. All right, so the I CDC guess. won't release guidance on, uh, you know, statuses like Rand Paul and Kurt Crosby where, you know, what behavior is safe for folks like Kurt that had the coronavirus, uh, but they don't want to take the vaccine because they say they're already immune. Are you taking the vaccine, Kurt, or are you not? Well, I have no plans to do that, Sam, but yeah, I unless you're know forced that, to uh, not, huh? 
I do know that, um, you know, we've been told, what, there's some states where they, I mean, they've already got to Yeah, so Oregon has kind of a litmus test. They're going to be doing it. Hawaii or, just you know, got on a... the bandwagon. Now Maui hmm. says tourists without vaccination hmm. cards to be tested for the coronavirus. So if you're going to Hawaii, buddy, and you ain't got a vaccine, it ain't going to be too fun for you. All right, back in a flash, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby. This is News the Networks Refuse to Use and Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The FBI is investigating a suspicious package filled with white powder and bearing an image of threatening violence that arrived at Republican Senator Rand Paul's home in Kentucky Monday. The senator takes these threats seriously. In 2017, he was assaulted by his neighbor while doing yard work, breaking five of his ribs. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed a measure that he says will protect state residents from big tech's power grab on freedom of speech. DeSantis calls it the big tech bill. It allows Florida residents to fight back against deplatforming and censorship, allowing them to sue tech companies for up to $100,000 in damages for each proven claim. Texas lawmakers approved a bill Monday that would allow residents to carry handguns without licenses. Governor Greg Abbott said last month he would support the so-called permitless carry bill, which would apply to people 21 and older and will begin later this year. USA Radio News. Recently, Facebook announced its ban on former President Trump, but promised to review the ban in six months. Now, Newsmax wants to know if you think Trump should be back on Facebook. Vote in Newsmax's national poll and let us know your opinion. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just seconds. Make your voice heard. We'll share poll results with the 30 million people who watch Newsmax TV. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. It's already the fourth largest cable news channel in America, with great recent guests like Donald Trump, Mike Huckabee, Franklin Graham, John Voight, Alan Dershowitz, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, and so many more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. So vote now in the Newsmax poll on Facebook's Trump ban. Just text NORTH to 39747. Let Newsmax and America know your opinion. The latest on the pandemic's origins, Dan Naraki reports. A newly disclosed intelligence report shows that three researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology sought hospital treatment in November 2019, reigniting a debate over the origins of COVID-19. Former national security official with the Clinton administration and Atlantic Council senior fellow Jamie Metzl is calling for a full and open investigation into the virus's origin. He tells CNBC that it's critically important to find out where the virus came from. There's a reason why when a plane crashes, we do everything possible to understand what happened. Until we know other planes are in the air, until we know how this pandemic started, we're all unnecessarily at risk. And that's why from day one, from the earliest days of the pandemic last year, I and a small number of others, and it's great this number is growing, have been calling for a full investigation into all origin hypotheses, including that what I see is a very likely possibility that this pandemic started from a, an accidental lab incident followed by a, a criminal cover-up. USA Radio News.
begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So New York trying to create a vaccine passport. Oregon trying to mandate vaccine passports uh, as well. Now we find out that Maui, Hawaii, tourists without, quote, vaccination cards will be tested for the coronavirus. We're starting to see more states and private business backing forced vaccination cards or passports or whatever you want to call it. Uh, The Colbert Show. Do you know what that is, Kurt? C-O-L-B-E-R-T? Yes, sir. I think that's, uh, they say Colbert, John Colbert, I guess. All right, I don't get how you get bear back. out of that, but there you go. I know, I know they say that, French... but I like to say Colbert because yeah, C-O-L-B-E-R-T. And I just, you'll never get bear out of that for me. Right. I know bear is B-A-E-R-B-E-A-R. I get it. B-I-A-R. I mean, you know, but Bert, how would you ever get mm-hmm. bear out of it? French word, Sam. You got to speak a French toast, a French fry. Anyway, this whacked out Colbert, Colbert guy. I guess his show to take a big step next month, Kurt. Host will turn to live in studio tapings with a vaccinated only audience. Live in studio tapings. So live tapings. I mean,. What yeah. what are the options? You got dead tapings. I mean, uh, I I don't you know. I mean, I understand what you're mainly saying is only people are going to be there and be vaccinated. You know. Yeah, I, and the only people but, will be there will be know. people. It'll be live, you know, presentation, but yeah. it'll be taped. And what I don't understand about all that is, I guess it's live and it's taped. You know, our definition of live is slightly different, Kurt. That's right. It's and live. thus the phrase like from talk show hosts: "We're all the way live, Kurt." <laughs> <laughs> like halfway live or part. That is correct. Live. We're not live with edits. Mm-hmm. We're live with hey, you do or say something you shouldn't do or say, and um, there's no taking it back there, Kurt. The way we go live, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Thus, the phrase "all the way live." See, when I was a kid, and I used to hear hosts go "all the way live." <laughs> I used to go, <laughs> "What does that mean?" But yeah. it takes a little bit of radio and television etiquette to understand. You can be live in a taping. You know what I'm saying? So that would not be all the way live. It would be partially live. In fact, if you're dead in a taping, you just, I don't think there's much from you. You know what I mean? Well, Kurt, if you're dead in a live taping, you'd be live. Yeah, that's a little confusing. I guess it's sort of like the Rush Limbaugh program these days, right, Sam? (sighs) Don't even get me started on that. Mm -hmm. Why don't you you bring people on the latest for that, Kurt? Hold on. This is important. uh, Okay, so you've got... um, there's a guy named Dan Bongino. Yeah. And he has been kind of groomed and brought up, uh, you know, uh, I mean, he's basically now, they say. Next in uh, line on the Good Old Boy Network, huh, Kurt? That's right. Um, and uh, apparently, you know, he's done some of the right things in the past, uh, been in the um, Secret Service, et cetera. Um, they say his. Uh, program is now uh well debuted yesterday as the uh radio show in the limbaugh's old time slot now i find it interesting because uh if you go to the eib or the rush limbaugh program um the excellence in broadcasting thing they basically tell you that um well this week's um 
guide for the program is Jason Lewis. Um, you know, he's, uh, in other words, their program continues to move on where they have these uh, segments that they uh, bring up of what Rush Limbaugh said in the past and then uh, put them into today's um, news and different things like that. And uh, so, you know, I think it's basically a battle between what Cumulus and some of the other uh, big boys, I guess, uh, that's, you know, they're just looking for uh, what's going to happen for that time slot, right? Yes, and I don't really know the intent here, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, not only did Bongino or take, what, control the show yesterday or whatever else, but it, um, they aired a previously uh, recorded interview with Trump. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did, and uh, the uh, president, I guess, uh, you know, said that uh, in, in when he was questioned about if he was going to, uh, you know, participate in the 2024 presidential sweepstakes, if you will, um, he said he was basically going to make you all very happy. So I guess yeah. that's the way you read that is, um, you know, that he's, he's going to be part of it. You know. So you're going to no. run in 2024. We're going to make you very happy. Yeah, something like that. And I know a lot of people are saying that means he's going to run for sure. I don't know if it means that or not, Kurt. Right? I mean, I know the speculation is that that's the case. But well, yeah, Trump's like very... for me, you could make me very happy by, you know, I mean, restoring the Constitution, um, you know, I Ooh. mean, Whoa. eliminate, I mean, literally uh, draining the swamp. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that could make me very happy. They don't have to include, you know, the president, uh, Trump, running for president, although, I mean, I think that would be pretty cool, in my opinion. Uh, now, uh you know, I guess you got to go to the uh, desk of Donald J. Trump, and that is donaldjtrump.com slash desk and see what he had to say on it. Uh, but, uh, sure. you know, there's a lot of stuff there, uh, of course, that the media doesn't really want to talk much about it, you know. Like one uh, just barely uh, a little while back says, where's Durham? Whatever happened to the Durham report? Hmm. <laughs> Just a few words, but pretty good info, right? Sam? Well, it's still there, uh, right, Kurt? <laughs> well, he's somewhere out there, you know, like that song, somewhere out there, you know. Uh, but anyway, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on. One thing, a little um, footnote uh, to what we were talking about before about the uh, JFK assassination thing, Sam. I guess there's some college that basically, according to U.S. News and World Report, um, it's called Oakland Community College, and they've done this every year since 1992. But it says uh, multiple shots from many directions killed JFK. That's their, um, you know, they're really not going along with the magic bullet theory, Sam. And uh, I guess they they have this course that's offered um, on one of its five campuses entitled the JFK Assassination. Now, I've never heard of this course, you know, but it seemed like it'd be one you'd want to put online so everybody could take it. But they say uh, the course uh, during this thing, the students learn throughout the semester about JFK, the man, 
his administration. I suppose they learned certain things about him. And that fateful day in Dealey Plaza, you know, where you and I went uh, to the grassy knoll and all that kind of stuff. Then they say the final half of the course involves the trial of Lee Harvey Oswald as if Jack Ruby had never murdered him. Uh, they say students role-play important characters that testified in front of the Warren Commission. They're the guys who brought you the magic bullet theory and are cross-examined by peers regarding their testimony. Um, so these guys actually, um, doggone Sam, they, they don't go along with the magic bullet theory in the Warren Report. Um, so it's just interesting. I mean, I've never, I've heard of... Um, Universities offering like, uh, what is it, transgender theory and, I mean, critical race theory and all that kind of stuff. And if you're, I mean, all these kind of confusing things, but I've never heard of this um, thing being offered by a university. Have you? No, but do you think Bongino will double down and, and uh, you know, attack the JFK story and, and, you know, get into the Seth Rich story and, and, and kind of, you know, ratchet up the Rush Limbaugh program, Kurt? you think he's going to? What do you think, Sam? I think uh, basically, you know, that he'll be, well, I mean, he's going to get paid big money and he's got to be subject to the velvet hammer, don't you think? Yeah, here's my opinion. I think that he will ratchet it up, and I'll tell you why. Society's demanding it, Kurt. News that ever refused to use folks like us have pushed the envelope so far now uh, to truth-telling to becoming truth tellers, to where the mainstream press news people like Rush Limbaugh and others cannot even stay in the game unless they ratchet up and, and really take on some of these issues. So I believe that they will move towards more truth telling and, and, and stuff like that because they have to, or they become rendered irrelevant. That's the, the People don't think we have an effect, and we have more of an effect than people realize. I may not get the limelight like a Rush, but I certainly force the narrative that Rush is required to, to discuss and to take and to address because of what we do in part. I'm not trying to take complete credit, but I'm telling you, we're moving the needle more towards truth telling by far. And I think that Dan will do more than Rush did. Rush got more... Well, he was conservative at the start, and he really hit hard, and then he kind of wimped out and got all that hammered into silence. But then later at the end, as he approached death and answering to God and everything else, he got a whole lot more willing to tell the truth. I think Dan will carry that ball, but I agree with you, Kurt, within limits that the Velvet Hammer controllers set. Quick pause. Liberty Roundtable Live. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. 
Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. With news the networks refuse to use, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know how to report on this news, but more information is coming out about the Chinese virus, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it is shocking, to say the least, but some very credible sources that we've been working with and interviewing and focusing on and partnering with for literally decades, 25 years, ladies and gentlemen, on this show alone. By the way, did you know it's our 25th year celebratory anniversary of Liberty Roundtable Live being celebrated all year long? Anyway, that's another topic. We'll get to it as the broadcasts over the next several weeks and months unfold. Nevertheless, this story is shocking. Kurt has the details. This is indeed news the networks refuse to use. Kurt? That's right. And the uh, writer of this piece is Stephen W. Mosher, um, the uh, big shot there at pop.org, right, Sam? Roger that, uh, sir. His uh, headline reads, China virus, quote, quote, smoking gun, end quote, found. Uh, Subheadline, Chinese scientists discussed fighting World War III with bioweapons, including coronaviruses. Uh, He says, I have long believed, based on a lifelong study of communist China and my background in biology, that the China virus was a laboratory construct. At best, as I wrote in the New York Post on February 22nd of last year, hmm... It was the result of a reckless gain of function, that's in quotes, experiment that created a highly contagious pathogen that somehow escaped from the lab. At worst, he says, it was a deliberate attempt by the Chinese military to genetically engineer a bioweapon that could be used to attack China's enemies, chiefly the United States and India. Until recently, by the way, let me stop you there, Kurt. Those are two countries with a large population uh, that really uh, are in China's crosshairs, and they're the ones that have been hit hardest by the coronavirus. I don't think that's something that could be overlooked in this point Steve Mosher is making. Go ahead, sir. Good point. Um, you know, I think India is really dealing with it pretty good size right now, and we've we've already dealt as well, you know, with it and continue to. Uh, But anyway, back to his piece, it says, until recently, merely hinting at either possibility was enough to get you banned from social media and dismissed by the mainstream media as a paranoid crank. 
In fact, that's exactly what Facebook did, quickly suppressing my column as, quote, false information, end quote. It took a couple of months to convince the 20-something fact-checkers, and that's in quotes, who work there that there was more to the story of the Wuhan flu than someone getting a bad bowl of bat soup. After all, there were scientific publications proving that China was engaged in dangerous gain-of-function research, along with evidence that it had an active bioweapons program. As the old joke goes, it's not paranoia if they're really out to get you. And as I have described at length in my book, Bully of Asia, the Chinese Communist Party really is out to get us. Um, anyway, I guess that's basically the uh, piece from pop.org. Ladies and gentlemen, but more and more evidence that we're starting to see. And, you know, Fauci complains that we've never funded, you know, gain-of-function research. Whether the United States has funded it or not might be a separate discussion. <clears throat> In other words, you don't want to get deceived uh, on every item. We're reporting the best we can. But remember, we're reporting amongst a swamp cover-up like you've never seen before. A global cabal to deceive us all. And so as we do our very best to unwrap the onion layers of dishonesty, we might get a fact or two wrong. So I don't know if the United States funded it because you can debate, you know what, where money goes. Let me give you an example. We say we're not going to give any money to Planned Parenthood um, and we're not going to give money to... Um, Oh, I don't know what you're going to call it. Planned Parenthood centers that, that perform abortion. We'll only give it to Planned Parenthood organizations or whatever that, um, you know, do other things for family planning and everything else. But if you pay money for one purpose but not for another to the same organization, are you in, about, in a roundabout way funding that purpose anyway? So in other words, you may never tie dollars flowing to the communist Chinese and the Wuhan labs to gain of research. Or, I'm sorry, gain of function research. You may never tie that directly to uh, the agenda. But you can say that money went to the group and then the group did this. And, well, let's say this. You're going to give money to Kirk Crosby to fund Liberty Roundtable. Um, but you're not going to give it to Sam Bushman for something else. And uh, then Kurt helped Sam with Liberty Roundtable. You can say the money didn't go to something. And I guess in a literal sense, it didn't. But in a realistic, holistic sense, it did indeed, right? And so we need to be very careful how we connect these dots because if we claim, oh, there's, you know, a smoking gun on the funding, well, there may or may not be. But nevertheless, we need to understand that when organizations like the communist Chinese is what, early as World War II? Is that what Stephen said, Kurt? Um, let me look back again. Fighting uh, World know, War Two. Well, they discussed oh, fighting World War Two. They're talking about fighting World War Three, and is what uh, oh, it three. says on there. Yeah. All so right. that means this is, you know, what they're yeah, planning sorry, or what they're discussing doing. fighting World War Three right. with bioweapons, mm -hmm. including coronaviruses. Now, what I don't understand about that is, are we going to have a World War Three, Kurt? Good point. I mean, I, I think we might, but pray we don't. Yep. Okay, but I, it's interesting to me that our most favored nation trading partner, the country that we're giving literally billions of dollars to every single year, 
literally is saying, hey, the biggest threats to the United States and India, and we might have to fight World War III with bioweapons such as coronaviruses. And then we find out that they've been researching this in the lab, and then we say, well, the likelihood of a, being a leak from a lab for over a year. I'm, I'm just telling you, they've lost credibility like you wouldn't believe. Do you think Bongino's going to dig into this one, Kurt? think he's going to have Stephen Mocher on and get to the bottom of it all, and pop.org will be prominent for finding the smoking gun? Um, I don't think so, Sam, no, because, okay. um, you know, then you're going to have to go, you know, to the whole abortion thing and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, Cumulus Media is, you know, they're like uh, they, they own, uh, according to... Uh, uh, at least the Wikipedia entry, it says, as of June 2019, Cumulus lists ownership of 428 stations in 87 media markets. Um, they say uh, it also owns and operates, uh, you know, um, Westwood One. So, you know, when you have that kind of stuff, like I've told people, you know, anybody, I could basically make you the most listen to talk program in America overnight if you have that kind of, you know, ownership of stations, right, Sam? Yeah, I'd like to see him give Liberty Roundtable live a shot on all 420-whatever stations in 87-plus markets. Give us a couple of hours on the radio and then see if the people want to keep it. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, uh, but the bottom line is it's the big media uh, once again, that's moving forward. Now, a little bit more info on the Dan Bongino guy. Uh, he did go to a Catholic high school. It was called uh, Archbishop Malloy High School. And uh, so I think at least, you know, he's got some religious training. They say he's half Italian. Now, it doesn't say what the other half is, but anyway. So I got a know, question, Half Kurt. Italian. <laughs> Which half? It, is he a white dude? Uh yeah, that's what he appears to be in the pictures. But maybe yeah, but he. Turner uh, Italian's white. Well, I mean, maybe, I, maybe he identifies as a black guy. You know what I mean? No, dude, just you can't change your race, know. just your gender by identifying. Oh, that's how it works. Okay. Anyway, they say he was a Secret Service agent from 1999 to 2011. Uh, before that, he was with the NYPD from 95 to 99. He was born in 74, so they say he's 46 years old, just a little younger than you, right, Sam? Uh, married to a lady named Paula Martinez. He got a couple of kiddos, according to the Wikipedia piece on him. Uh, but, um, you know, he's kind of, I think, kind of been groomed for the spot where he's, you know, filled in for people like uh, Hannity and uh, others, uh but now they say uh, that Cumulus Media signed Bongino to replace the Rush Limbaugh show on their talk radio stations. So I guess that basically means, you know, the ones that r carry Rush's program or the ongoing program there will keep it and they'll lose these 400 and something uh, affiliates. That's going to be a big hit for the... Uh, excellence in broadcasting network right sam yes indeed yeah. that's for sure i'm still stuck on this our italians white question and it's a very interesting <laughs> thing if you go look it up on google you'll find out that they came as white because see the white term is kind of an american construct if you have generally european descent 
then uh, you're white, Kurt. So is that Europe? Is that, you know, Italy and stuff? Well, anyway, so the Italians came to America, and they started taking some black people jobs in the fields and stuff. And so then they considered them black. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I I didn't really realize working in the fields make you black, because I don't know if you know, but my birth family comes from Alabama, and my aunt talks about picking cotton. Oh, yeah. I mean, is she out of her cotton-picking mind, Kurt, for saying that kind of stuff? What the heck is wrong with her? Well, she says it's reality. It was hot. It was hard. That was her description. And you know how the, uh, you know, uh, black people have a, uh, uh, what, a phrase that you can't say, you know, what do they call it? The N-word that you're not supposed to say about them. And then um, don't the Italians, you know, or didn't they have a nickname or whatever, you know, uh, that was kind of like going with them? (laughs) Don't do it. But you know, I I know Kirk it's Cosby's illegal. Radio going to be days, over. But you know, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> but it's just interesting to me to see you know the stuff you can't say. Now you can say the f word. Uh, oh you no can problem. Use the Lord's name in vain. I mean, sure, of course. Uh, you know all that kind of stuff all over the place. But don't you dare say you know phrases like what they used to say about people like that. You know. Yeah. But anyway, I. I I like right. Italian food, don't you? you Absolutely. Know, but see, if we eat it, we're racist. Topic, you know. yes, we're not allowed right. to enjoy Italian food there, buddy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> see? By the way, economists expect inflation to accelerate strongly in the next weeks and months. But don't worry, prices will eventually moderate, they say, Kurt. So you're okay. What do you think about that, Sam? I think Aren't these the same guy that brought you the magic bullet? Yes, sir. I think they will lie and cheat and manipulate to where they make it appear not so bad. But yet, you know, it'll continue to get worse. It's been inflating for quite some time already. Go look at the price of lumber. Trillions of dollars and just, no. Go look at the price of lumber if you think I'm out in the weeds, okay? Good point. Try to build something, ladies and gentlemen. And you'll go, whoa, holy moly. All right. Can I eat cannoli, or would that be racist? Speaking of holy moly. Holy moly, eating cannoli. Isn't cannoli yeah. Italian, Kurt? Mm-hmm. I think it is. All right. White Bons foods for Roddy. all black Americans. For everyone, eat cannolis. All right, hour one of the can, hour two coming up. I'm Sam Bushman. Kurt Crosby's with me. God save the republic. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
Sorry about that. What do you do on the start on this one? All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio, hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is our two of two. This is the broadcast for May 25th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Promoting God, family, country, protecting life, liberty, and property. That's who we are. We've been doing it for 25 years. Liberty Roundtable Live is your radio broadcast. Kirk Crosby is with me. Welcome to the show, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. All right. Ladies, now, why are we playing this moon song, Kurt? Well, uh, somehow when I was, you know, doing my kind of nightly wind down after, you know, getting home around 10 or whatever, um, you know, and I turn on YouTube and, you know, I like to watch that uh, little song called uh don't worry baby and then i like uh uh amarillo by morning and you know anyway somehow this one came up uh this one from this group called uh foxes and fossils and uh it's apparently an old song from neil young that i couldn't remember uh but these guys are really uh, made it kind of cool, and the reason they call their group Foxes and Fossils is they've got these mm, rather older gentlemen uh, that are playing, you know, cool like guitar the and fossils, things Kirk. like that. That's right. And then they've got these uh, younger ladies that do the, you know, the vocals, and uh, so they do some real cool stuff. I thought, and uh, so I thought you might enjoy the uh, the tune, you know, Sam. Yeah. Were you familiar with them already? Familiar with these people? No. Familiar with Neil Young's song? Yes. Yeah. But um, now Kurt Neil Young sings it a little bit like, different. You know that, right? That's what I, I'm thinking. It was probably quite different, you know. But anyway, I just don't remember Harvest Moon being like that, you know. In fact, well, let me tell you why I bring it up Harvest now, Moon. Kurt. Mm-hmm. Number one, I put the uh, audio in your folder because I know Kurt wants that tune, you know. Yeah, that was really nice of you. Thanks. But anyway, um, I don't know if you know, but tomorrow's supposed to be a ripping supermoon, Kurt. Ripping super You know about this? I heard that it was supposed to be, uh, what was it, um, you know, one of those deals where the you can't see part of it. Uh, was that Eclipse? I guess it's, right? Is that part of that or not? Well, kind of. You got you to gotta look this up, Kurt. 
Okay. Look up Wednesday's supermoon. They say that you're going to be able to see it in the west. Those folks on the east coast and in the south won't be able to see it very well. Supermoon. Supermoon Wednesday night. Uh, All right. It's pretty cool, though. They, it, it's going to be very interesting. Those people in the west can see it the most, they say. They call it a super blood moon 2021, my friend. Total well, lunar wouldn't, eclipse. Wouldn't that mean that the moon is be, being discriminatory, Sam? I mean, if it's if you can see it better at certain places, I mean, that'd be a yeah. discriminatory moon. I don't know what it's thinking. Uh, I mean, that's uh, Congress should maybe take this up and pass some kind of a law. Says the yeah, Hawaii will have the best view, followed by California, uh-huh. the Pacific Northwest, New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. And it's going to be a full super moon, Kurt. Huh. Yeah, they yeah, call they it a see. full. Let me give you the detail. It's a full super blood wolf moon, Kurt. Blood wolf moon. Yeah, they you say. You start howling uh, at the moon, Kurt? I guess so. The Indian Express uh, says uh, explain total lunar eclipse and super moon, the two celestial events coinciding on May 26th. Uh, celestial events coinciding. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. They say the celestial event coincide with this year's only total lunar eclipse. I thought they just had one of those that everybody drove somewhere far away for just a little. Well, they said it was the first since January 2019. I thought they said that wasn't going to come around for another 40 years or something like that. But anyway, uh, they say a supermoon and a total lunar eclipse okay, have super not blood occurred wolf moon, together. Buddy. Okay, sorry. Uh, have not occurred together in nearly six years. Oh, what? I can't really keep track of these things. But anyway, NASA, they say, notes that a supermoon occurs. Probably the same time you get the magic bullet thing uh, going on, Sam. Uh, but anyway, uh, when the moon's orbit is closest to the Earth at the same time that the moon is full. Yeah, because the moon is really not full most of the time. But, I mean, once it's had enough to eat, then it's full. As the moon orbits the Earth, they say there's a point of time when the distance between the two is the least. They call that the perigee. When yeah, the and by the way, that's like distance. 15 minutes long, so you better look quick, baby. The whole show's five hours long, but the real total eclipse will last about 15 minutes, Kurt. Whoa. Yeah, and the moon and starts to say, ebb, is what they say. Yeah, that's right. They call it the perigee and the apogee. I guess those are the phrases. Uh, now they say when a full moon appears at the point when the distance between the Earth and the moon is at the least, not only does it appear to be brighter, but it also is larger than a regular full moon i got a little tuned for them now they should say it appears to be larger because i don't think well i guess if it's full it would be larger you know like sam you know when you're full after a big italian meal or whatever you know then you're i don't need larger. italian that'd be racist oh that's for me, right buddy. that's right good point uh, <laughs> now they say uh, last anyway, month's super right. moon by contrast mm-hmm. was only 96 uh miles away and unlike a solar eclipse, there's no harm at looking at this thing, Kurt. You can look at it, oh, buddy, yeah. without glasses, and it won't ruin your eyes or anything else. Check it out. It'll be a big, full, bright moon, buddy. Lunar mm-hmm. shows are on the horizon, my friend. Well, I'm going to try to remember that, you know, Sam. Yeah. yeah. There you go. The moon's going to dim in November, but it won't turn red. You can watch for that one coming up. 
But I like how they call it a super blood wolf moon, Kurt. What does a blood wolf moon mean? Well, I don't know, but... uh... Kurt, you got to find out, man. What the heck is a wolf moon? Scripture talk about in the last days there's going to be like a red moon or something like that. Maybe is that part of that? Uh, What does wolf moon mean, Kurt? Do you know? Well, I think your pal, uh, what's her name? Uh, Alexa would know, right? Alexa would know what a blood wolf moon is? She doesn't know that kind of stuff. (laughs) Well, sure. What is a wolf moon, Kurt? The full moon in January is oftentimes referred to as a wolf moon. That's in January. How can you yeah. have it now? Well, Kurt, because what happens is here's how they get the wolf moon ready. Wolves oh. work frequently howling at the moon. Okay. And so when it gets biggest and boldest and super moon and brightest, how do they know all that kind of stuff? Howling at the moon. That's what I want to know. I mean, what do you mean howling? I mean, just because their you... nose kind of points up, Kurt. You know. Let me tell you something. Yeah. They say this. It's scientific. Yes. Oh, of course it is. Blood moon, they say, call it a blood moon or a wolf moon, or to be more precise, a super flower blood moon. Oh, did you know that, Sam? There you go. The super flower blood moons, yes, sir. Now, see, that's the kind of news you'll count on from, you know, the young. That's right. Now, let me tell you why we cover this so much. Number one is that they call it a super flower moon because it's, you know, flowers bloom, Kurt, right? Oh, yeah. And the moon at its fullest is considered a bloom. That's why it's a flower moon. The reason it's a blood moon is because it looks super red, so it's blood moon. The reason it's a wolf moon is because wolves howl at the moon. <laughs> How dare you question all that, my friend? I what are know. you thinking? Uh, now, let me tell you something right now. You were a conspiracy theorist about all this yep. night sky stuff, Kurt. Never right. mind the biblical realities, okay? Forget all that. You're just a whacked out conspiracy theorist. You probably believe in UFOs, too, don't you? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, here's the headline. Harry Reid just joined you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Former Senator Harry Reid believes the American people deserves more information about UFOs. Imagine that. Harry Reid, a hero from the former Senate. Yeah, Harry Reid thinks you deserve more information about your conspiracy theories. I know you missed it really bad. Yes, I do. Turns out, ladies and gentlemen, the conspiracy theorists like us, they said we were just into conspiracy and there was nothing to it. We were just crazy. Us and Art Bell were just running around loony, howling at wolf moons, wolf moons and stuff. And now Harry Reid wants us to learn more about the factual evidence of UFOs. What? Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. 
Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. A girl got banned from government school for wearing a Jesus Loves Me mask. But they say BLM masks, Black Lives Matter masks, they're okay, Kurt. Yeah, well, the well. blood moon rolls, ladies and gentlemen. Harry Reid believes you ought to know more about them UFOs now. So they lied and lied and lied about UFOs, said they're not real, said anybody who believes in them or discusses them is a whacked-out conspiracy theorist, crazy as a loon, probably howling at the moon. And now it turns out that, hey, the... FBI, the CIA, uh, the Pentagon, others knew about UFOs and covered up the information for literally decades. Donald Trump unclassified some of it, more and more information about it coming out. But former Senator Harry Reid believes we deserve more information on UFOs. And a girl gets banned for wearing a Jesus Loves Me mask, but BLM masks are just fine. And then these people wonder why we don't trust them, Kurt. They just can't get it. It's amazing. Amazing, huh, Sam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but beyond masks, okay. <laughs> crazy. I mean, it is crazy, insane, but that's crazy. going on. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden's interested in the weather, too, Kurt. Now, you look at that moon tomorrow night now, buddy. Get on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, now, Biden mm-hmm. doubles budget for extreme weather planning, FEMA mm-hmm. funds community preparations, before disasters hit. So they're already telling you there's going to be weather disasters, Kurt. They're doubling funding for it and getting ready for when it all goes down. Fires and hurricanes and tornadoes and all manner of natural and man-made disasters everywhere. And Here's what's fascinating. They double the budget. They know it's coming. I don't know why they don't look to God, the ultimate weatherman, and pray for calm and repent and change and I mean, he tells us that he'll heal our land and protect us and everything. And I don't know why we have all this discussion, all this doubling of budgets, all this climate change, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and nobody mentions the almighty weatherman. Kurt, what's going on around here, buddy? Yep. Uh, you you know, shut down the Jesus mask girl, huh? Good point, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're exactly right. Um, you know, and we... we talked about that yesterday with that couple I was telling you about. They had this really cool Harley they pulled up on and, and uh, they uh, they basically said that uh, 
hey man, you know, um, last year we decided to homeschool our kids because uh, we wanted them to be able to breathe. Um, and I thought, well, that's a weird reason to homeschool. I mean, imagine breathing, Sam. But, uh, you know, it's uh, the whole mask thing is just continuing on. It seems like, you know, you got some people that are just hating to leave those masks. Um, I mean, the one thing I can tell you is at least this last Sunday, Sam, was our first time in, what, over a year, I think it was, that our congregation that I'm part of in, in our church, we call it a ward, um, uh, was able to meet all together without masks. And there were still a few folks who didn't wear them, but you know, most, I mean, I'd say 95% weren't. Um, and uh, we got to even be there for the full normal time, Sam. I Did mean, everybody was, die? Uh, um, we haven't heard many reports of deaths uh, since then, but uh, I'm okay. sure that will be coming real quick, huh, Sam? Yeah. No, buddy. Mm. People are starting to realize they've been had, Kurt. That's the bottom line. Imagine that. Now, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that corona can't be you know, difficult, and I'm not saying people can't die from it. I'm not underestimating the severity of or the, the, you know, the disease. I'm not minimizing that. Mm -hmm. But Good I am point. telling you that... Uh, you know, people can get over it. I'll give you an example. Ted Nugent, Kurt, 72 years old. He got yep. the cocoa. And he first said the cocoa's bogus, da-da-da. Then he got it and got really, really sick. Yeah. But uh, there's a headline that says how Ted Nugent beat the SH star star out of the coronavirus. SH star star, yes, that's right. I'm just saying. So <laughs> That's the way Ted would do it, too. That is right. But he just says, you know what I did? I got a lot of sunlight. I got a lot of sleep. I ate raw meat and vegetables by the bucket full. And I took vitamins and minerals and health foods. And I prayed. And I beat it, Kurt, in a week, he says. Wow. Cool. Now, I know Ted's a little bit Ted. saltier than we like. I get it. But I also he's say a that he's right, guest Kurt. on the program. Yes, he is. He's right, though, when he points to God. He's right yes, when he, he points is. to good eating and exercise. He's right yeah, when he, he points to prayer. Uh, drink, you know. Like, yeah, or do like, any drugs. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, I'm just telling you, so it's interesting how Ted Nugent beat the S8 star out of the coronavirus. That's a big old headline. And, <laughs> and now the mainstream press are just going ballistic over that. They're yeah, saying he's not a scientist. How would he know? You know, mm -hmm. they just try to attack Ted every way they can. Just like they're attacking Eric Clapton, who says, don't take the cocoa virus, man. It almost killed me. Don't do it. Now they're mocking Eric Clapton, too. Mm -hmm. All I can tell you is I'm just going to watch the super blood wolf moon tomorrow night. That's what I'm going to do. I'm telling yeah, you right now. You. Girl mm -hmm. got banned from school for Jesus Loves Me mask with Black Lives Matter masks uh, available. It's double standards out of control. Ooh. Biden doubles budget for extreme weather. He knows it's a coming. Why doesn't he turn the nation to God Almighty? Joe, you got some leadership, buddy. Let's take it. Mm -hmm. Let's get it done. But now parents and students are miffed. Oh, yeah? Do you know what miffed means, Kurt? They're upset. They're kind of ticked off. They're, they're worried. They're yes, bothered. Sir. You know. That's you want to know why? Kind of things. Um, I could say there's a lot of reasons. They Yearbook photo edits this time, Kurt. Oh, that's right. I remember this Yearbook story, yeah. photo mm -hmm. edits. Yeah, that's Horrible, right. they say. Yep. Message. Flaws. It's Bartram Trail High School is where it's at. Uh -huh. And here's what happened, man. The school digitally altered 
80 girls pitchers. Yep. Now, the reason they did this was to cover up the bare chests and shoulders of these girls. Yep. Of these miners, I might clarify. Yeah, and they work so the in school, a, is it a copper mine or is it a gold mine? I can't remember their well, miners. Well, it depends on how is. you look at it, Kurt. Oh, it's a gold yeah, mine if right. you like to see the women's chests, right? Good point. Yeah, see? that's right. Uh, sorry now, the that. school tried to have some modesty. Yep. Um, and they got slaughtered by parents and students for it. So they literally modified these children's clothing to, or digitally speaking on the photos, to make the girls more modest, Kurt, because a lot of girls were kind of... Um, Oh, how do you say it properly? Showing off. Showing too much skin. Yeah, that's right. That's probably And the girls I, were you know? kind of ticked off because they said, well, the guys are, you know, um, you know, I mean, they got basketball jerseys and stuff like that. And the girls yeah. just somehow, uh, maybe they got to go back to that, was it Time or Life magazine years ago said something like, men and women are different. Huh. I mean, it was like a whole new uh you know thing they experienced they learned about you know hmm. now uh, the problem with it is that that in my opinion see this is where our society's melting down kurt because it's the parents and students that are against the school the school usually is the one that's kind of promoting the perversion yeah and the parents are going whoa 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 stop that we don't want now it's the school's trying to promote modesty and the parents and students are literally rioting over this kurt yeah, the headline from USA Today on it says, they've made these girls feel humiliated. <laughs> As if showing your... That's okay, you know. Uh, uh, sacred parts that, wouldn't yeah. be um, yeah. humiliating, Kurt? Good point. The BBC's <laughs> even picked it up, Sam. I yes, mean, sir. Take this sucker news. viral. That in the blood moon. Yes. Come on. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Really, now I don't they, really they, understand this this story though. What do the parents want? Well, these See, we, they're, they're upset because they say these digital alterations were made without permission. Now I don't understand, you know, exactly uh, how this is so terrible. I mean, now it's one thing to uh, you know cover them up a little more, but I guess now you know uh, what the school could do, Kurt. Mm, what's this that? is the headline demonstrating the absurd by being absurd? Okay. Okay. Tell you what the school could do. What's they could that? take the opposite Shut approach. Down. Yeah. No, no, no. They could take the opposite approach for the yearbook, and they could go to the TSA, and they could get the digitally make you naked software. Yeah, good point. And they could just make all these chicks naked in the yearbook and send that sucker out and just say, <laughs> we partnered with your favorite TSA. We yeah, wanted to uh, put go. these girls in their original form. Uh-huh. They right? say there's a double standard, Sam, in the yearbook. Yes, and there is. Uh, more than that, that, they looked at our body and thought just a little bit of skin showing was sexual. This is what one of their students said, Riley O'Keefe. I guess that's a girl's name. Uh, but then they looked at the boys for the swim team photos and the other sports photos and thought that was fine. That's really upsetting and uncomfortable. Is it upsetting and uncomfortable? Uh, See, all you got to do is digitally make them all in their birthday suits via TSA in the government school, and it ought to fix it all, shouldn't it, Kurt? There'd be no controversy anymore. I'll tell you how to fix it all. Just shut that name thing down. Government school down? Yes, sir. Oh, Kurt, the parents are not about to do that.
protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The State Department has warned us citizens not to travel to Japan, blaming the growing risk of COVID-19 just two months before the Tokyo Olympics are due to open. Japan has suffered a fourth wave of infections and has led to states of emergency in Tokyo, Osaka, and eight other regions across the nation. A hand recount of ballots cast in Arizona's Maricopa County resumed Monday after a week-long hiatus. The review won't change the outcome of the election, but some believe it will turn up evidence of fraud. Arizona election administrators say the 2020 election was conducted well and say this is a far-fetched conspiracy theory. More than 500 Democratic staffers and former members of President Biden's campaign team have signed an open letter calling for the president to unequivocally condemn Israel amid the recent conflict with Hamas. Thanks for listening. We're USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health care for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alaroot Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com. The country of Belarus is going to pay a price of sanctions for diverting a commercial airline with military jets to capture an opposing journalist. Dan Rocky with the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. And the European Union will impose sanctions on Belarus after a passenger jet was forced to divert to the Belarusian capital on Sunday to allow the arrest of an opposition journalist. EU leaders have banned its airlines from flying over Belarus and called for the immediate release of Roman Pradasevich, the 27-year-old journalist and activist who is one of the leading critics of longtime Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko. Pradasevich was pulled off a Ryanair flight from Athens that was heading to Lithuania. He is known as a vocal critic of Lukashenko and is the founder of a Telegram channel, which was seen as vital in last year's protests against the regime. A pilot was killed when a military plane crashed near Las Vegas, Nevada, after taking off from Nellis Air Force Base Monday afternoon. The unidentified pilot was with Draken U.S., a Florida company. No injuries were reported on the ground. The plane was the Dassault Aviation Mirage F-1. USA Radio News. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, always on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Man, we got more to cover than you can imagine on your radio. So the girl got banned for the Jesus Loves Me mask. Black Lives Matter masks, okay. But now, uh, these girls are mad because the yearbook editors put more clothes on the girls. They say the dresses look horrible. 
the school should be ashamed and the clothes make the girls look weird and they're now well they're having a kind of an emotional concern and crisis over this kurt they're melting down how dare them do this to the girls and i kind of think that they ought to just partner with the tsa this is the absurd being demonstrated by being completely absurd why doesn't the school just partner with the tsa use the get me naked scanners and you know what get the photos and go ahead and just release everybody in the complete birthday suit they were born in that's how god wanted them that's how it ought to be i mean kurt we have gone from psychotic to flat out insane sir in our society couldn't agree more sam I don't, I don't even know how to respond to this story more than that. It's just shocking. And it's the parents you would think that would be like, hey, you know what? I'm grateful for, you know, my daughter being modest. I was trying to get her not to wear that in the first place or whatever. And, you know, this ought to be a real opportunity. Where's the Me Too movement to say we don't want the object, uh, what is it called? Objectification of women? Yeah, good point. Okay, well, where are the Me Too people stand up going, hey, we want to make sure that, you know, it, it, it's just a psychotic crazy viewpoint that we've embraced uh in our society by the way the double standard takes center stage Mm -hmm. remember how all the democrats kurt were just rioting saying that donald trump's putting you know migrant children in cages and all that kind of stuff now the headline says once outraged under the trump administration take a much quieter approach under joe (laughs) surprise surprise Yeah, it just shows who these people really are. They're not really interested in the issues or the real discussions. Mm -hmm. All right, whacked out Governor Whitmer got caught, Kurt. Yeah. She apologized on Sunday after photos were posted showing her dining with at Mm -hmm. least a dozen others at the Landshark Barn Grill, buddy. So she got caught. She apologized. um, It was against her rule. No more than six could dine. She was hanging out with everybody. And so this is, again, where they their credibility is in crisis, Kurt, because you got Whitmer, one of the most belligerent, in-your-face, steal-your-liberty, tyrannical, whatever you want to call it, governors in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they're competing for a badge of honor to see who could be the most tyrannical and abusive and destructive of our rights and our liberties. But um, this whacked-out governor believes it's a for ye and not for she plan, Kurt, and it doesn't apply to her. And she got caught. She's apologizing. But how often did she go out and didn't get caught? How often do these people believe it's for us and not for them? She doesn't really believe this, Kurt, or she wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Good point. Now she's apologizing, but Kurt, don't mind. Don't don't mind you. She she's going to change the rule now, Kurt. She's going to loosen up the what edicts from on high from Queen Esther. I mean, Whitmer. Yeah. yeah. So now that she got caught, Kurt, she's going to loosen up those rules. So don't you worry. And I just think, yeah. wait a minute, where did she get authority? She's in the wrong branch of government. She can't make law, Kurt. Mm-hmm. Great. If you believe in your yeah. supreme law, right? So in my opinion, if she made law where she has no authority, somebody needs to arrest the governor, Kurt. Good point. And say, we're not going to tolerate your criminal activity. We elected you to be the governor, not to be the lawmaker. You violated your oath of office. Therefore, we're going to arrest you and put you in jail. Mm-hmm. Am I too wow. extreme or is that what ought to happen, Kurt? It sure looks like it to me, Sam. And I don't know why she thinks she can just do all this. 
And then if you say, well, she shouldn't really go to jail for that, fine. What about for then making a rule, making a law that she has no authority to make in the first place, and then violating the very law she makes? It's the way and then it she's always like, oh, is, I apologize. The laws for you and not for me, you know, right? Congress. Yeah, that's the point. I mean, it's just a shame. But it just shows how dishonest and disingenuous these bureaucrats and, quote, professional do-gooders really are. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kurt? <clears throat> Do you know who uh, Mark, my, what's that guy's name? Mark McClatchy, is that how you say his name? You know who that guy is? Mm, doesn't ring a bell right now. Um, he says this, for defending my home, I was oh, charged yeah. with a felony. Okay, so this is a guy, um, he and his wife were uh, on their front area when there's a bunch of criminals out in the streets and they were carrying their guns and then... Uh, to basically, you know, ward off the problem, if you will. Everybody gets a lot more what peace-loving when there's guns around. And uh, so now he's decided to run for Senate, right? Yeah, how do you say it? Mark McCloskey? I think that's right. Is that how you say his name? Know. I'll have to look it up. I, just I don't want it to be one of those things where I, I can't, you know, understand how you do the Colbert thing. I don't want it to be like that, so, you know. Good point. But really... Um, for defending my home, I was charged with a felony. That's the guy. Yeah. Yep. Mark McCluskey or whatever it is. And yeah, I think I'm not really right for, it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really for a guy like that running for Senate. And I'll tell you why, Kurt. Um, I don't uh-huh. know how constitutional this guy is. We don't have a history yeah. of who he is. I get that he stood up and he had his right to keep and bear arms and he stopped the thugs. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I commend him for defending his home. He has every right to do so, a.k.a. castle laws and more. I get it, but we need to be very careful that we don't just launch these people to fame and fortune and prominence. Great point. Okay, this Mark guy, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. What I'm saying is society needs to, they need to search for good, honest, wise men and women to serve their country. And I don't know if he's good, honest, or wise. I don't know enough about the guy. So I'm not downing him or saying that he shouldn't run and that he's not worthy or that he wouldn't keep his oath of office. I'm saying that we, the people, need time to comfortably kind of verify that on our own before we back a guy like this. We just seem like a new guy materializes from nowhere, boom, rock star status, boom, elected, and then when things go off the rails, people are like, man, I don't get that. Well, I get it. You didn't vet the guy enough like you should have in the first place, and that's your problem. Now, that might not be true in March's case. I'm not... I'm using this as an example to del- to demonstrate we need to look for good, honest, wise people to serve. And I, I don't know how you overnight verify that, Kurt. Go ahead. I'll tell you one thing going for him is uh, he says, I've always been a Republican. That's not the thing I'm talking about. But he says, but I've never been a politician. So at least, you know, there's there's that going for him. So. Yeah, maybe <laughs> he'd like actually that. take the Republican platform and, and, and put it to good use, Kurt. Because if he did, yeah. we might need oh, to yeah. elect him. Still like you know, something to sit on or whatever, you know, yeah. All I'm saying is, and I'm not downing Mark with this statement. I'm just taking a general example of how we turn somebody into a rock star overnight and we virtually know nothing about them. And we need to be I very careful said, about uh, that. He said, when the mob came to destroy my house and kill my family, I took a stand against them. That's what he says in, a, in his campaign announcement video. Now I'm asking for the privilege to take that stand for all of us. Uh, he says, I'm a proven fighter against the mob. 
He says, what I've learned is that people out there in this country are just sick and tired of cancel culture and the poison of critical race theory and the big lie of systemic racism, all backed up by the threat of mob violence. This is from the nypost.com piece. Um, and the big lie, let's see, it says, uh, that's what he told Tucker Carlson when he was on. He said he, people are just sick of it. They don't want any more posers and egotists. I don't know what that is. Posers. I guess that's some of the fakes who they are. And, and career politicians going to D.C. All we hear is talk and nothing ever changes. Um, yeah, I guess he went on to accuse President Biden and his Democratic allies of what he called the wholesale slaughter of our civil liberties and wholesale institution of what cannot be called anything but social, socialism. So anyway, there you go, Sam. Well, and I think there's some good things from him. He's saying a couple of the right things, and I commend him. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. And, I, and like I say, I'm not using this story to down him. He may yeah. be a great guy, and he may be worthy of your vote. All I'm saying to you is let's not get ahead of ourselves. And all I'm saying to you is let's be very careful. Remember voting, ladies and gentlemen, even though they've you know manipulated your vote and all the different things and stuff like that. Understand that voting is a sacred obligation, and there are real repercussions to the choices that we as the people make in the ballot box, and there are real consequences to choices made. Just look at Joe Biden and how abusing of your rights Joe has become and or is, and the power we the people have given him. We need to be very careful. All right, I have two stories for the last segment of the broadcast today. First one is very concerning indeed. Second one is some of the best news out of the pandemic I've heard to date. How do you like them apples? Kurt Crosby, Sam Bushman, on your radio. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria, the strategy of heaven revealed. 
Big Q, Little Q, The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. Kirk Cosby with me. A very, very concerning story, and then a good news piece to round out the broadcast, okay? Listen carefully to this story. Headline, putting brains in sync. Story is by Virginia Hughes. Putting brains in sync. Listen carefully to this interesting experiments in the science section. The study, they call it a tour to divorce in bioengineering, comes after two decades of research on brain-to-brain synchronous or synchronousy in people. Late one evening last March, just before the coronavirus pandemic shut down the country, Mingzing Wu a graduate student at Northwestern University plopped two male mice into a cage and watched as they explored their modest new digs. Sniffing, digging, fighting a little bit. But with a few clicks on a nearby computer, Mr. Wu then switched on a blue light implanted into the front of each animal's brain. That light activated a tiny piece of cortex, spurring neurons in that section of the brain to fire. Mr. Wu zapped the two mice at exactly the same time. And at the same rapid frequency of blue light, putting that portion of their brains quite literally in sync Within a minute or two, any animus between the two animals, because remember they were fighting a little bit, right? Seemed to disappear. And they clung to each other like long lost friends. After a few minutes, we saw that those animals actually stayed together and one animal was grooming the other, said Mr. Wu, who works in the neurobiology lab. It's called Eugenia Kozorovitsky. That's the lab. Mr. Wu and his colleagues then repeated the experiment, but this time they zapped each animal's cortex at frequencies different from the others. This time, the mice displayed a far less urge to bond. The experiment published this month in Nature of Neuroscience was made possible thanks to an impressive new wireless technology that allows scientists to observe and manipulate the brains of multiple animals as they interact with one another. 
the fact that you can implant these miniaturized bits of hardware and turn neurons at will on or off by light is just mind-blowingly cool, said Thalia Weekly, a social neuroscience neuroscientist, I guess, at Dartmouth College, who was not involved in the experiment. Most neuroscientists have been focused on the individual brain and the functions of its various parts. The whole field is currently built on looking at a brain in a jar. Where's memory? Where's vision? Etc. But to understand nuanced social behaviors, which by definition cannot be observed in isolation, it's very important that we're looking at more than one brain at the same time. They say working on brain patterns and brain alignments could be very valuable. So now they're pitching the real blessing of this kind of research and this kind of uh, manipulation. Putting brains in sync, written by Virginia Hughes. This is a serious, serious thing. And the question is, what will be done with it? On one hand, they want you to believe that the experiment's really cool. It can put people in sync. They want you to believe that this research will be used for good purposes. And I hope that it is, but I don't have confidence. They're calling it extrasensory induction and all kinds of stuff where they're literally sinking brains. People are having what are called coupled wave patterns. So they can manipulate this. Now, they say they're puzzled by how this all works, but they're working on it as they learn to turn on neurons and off neurons uh, with a click of a mouse. They're going to gain other knowledge about cells activities in regards to behavior. It's called interbrain synchrony, ladies and gentlemen. And I look at this, Kurt, and I go, this is a concern, they say, because everything is implanted. The mice can behave naturally and interact with one another and not even know the difference. But, Kurt, I hope this is used for a good purpose. Remember, technology is neither good nor evil. It's in the eyes of the beholder or in the hands of whoever's intention it really is that needs to be the question. But I look at this and I go, man, this is very concerning because do you think that they want us all to be in synchronous about God and society and life and good? Or do you think that they will use this to either synchronize us on ideas that they like and want to promote like communism and socialism and then get us to fight when we start to talk about the Constitution? And do you think if it can be done by radio waves, that it can be done by some of these Wi-Fi networks? And how will we have to have something always implanted, Kurt, or they learn to be able to control it without an implant? Where is this technology going and what will be done with it? And who will use it? How, when, why, where? And I'm telling you, it's very scary indeed. Thank heavens we put our trust in God, not in man. But beware of this technology. It's a coming. And they've been researching it for decades. And trust you me, they're way further along in the research than their ability to uh, capitalize that research and use it in the real world is a gazillion times further than they're willing to let you know at this point. 
They're putting brain, brains in sync and studying it, they want you to believe, says Virginia Hughes in the article. But they're way beyond that in real life, Kurt, make no mistake. All right. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that scary story to your attention. But I got good news to round out the hour. Ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wealth Matters is the headline. Pandemic shifts the purpose of money. Americans found that money cannot buy everything. And so now people are using their money to build relationships and help others, according to two recent studies. In the early days of the pandemic, this one guy was enjoying the comfortable life that he had built for himself. He manages about $220 million for other people. Um, But in the course of the past year, he and many other people have saw employees struggle financially and emotionally. And um, he had an uncle die from COVID-19, so he got really involved in this thing. And his views on wealth began to shift along with many other wealthy people now, Kurt. He said, I used to think of wealth as financial independence, to do what you want to do when you want to do it. But now I'm realizing... It's not that way. The perspective on money has shifted. Now I view wealth as more as a tool to serve others. Martin is not alone in his attitudes to uh, understand wealth and have a shift on wealth. The pandemic has changed how Americans view wealth in far-reaching ways. According to two recent surveys, even for the wealthiest, the coronavirus challenged the notion that money could buy or get you anything. Sure, if you could charter a plane to get away, maybe. But who could go out to their favorite restaurant or even buy toilet paper during the worst of the pandemic? Answer, nobody. We thought we'd always be able to do the things that we wanted to do, but we couldn't because it was closed. It was shut down. We were prohibited or etc. And they go on with this big old article. We thought we could buy whatever we wanted. But no one likes large, unexpected expenses. COVID has made people really define and redefine and change what they really want. Companies are now giving Christmas bonuses to people, uh, basically saying, you know what, we really need to help people. I look at these now as my charitable contributions. Last year, I've invested in more companies than I ever have in any other year, says one wealthy uh, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they go on and on and on, Kurt. But it all depends on what you focus on. They say people are starting to realize what a difference it makes to look after one another, to be our brother's keeper, if you will. And uh, people are starting to spend more money on ways that help people rather than on their entertainment pursuits. Anyway, the two studies are awesome. And I wanted to give you a chance to respond to this. In my opinion, great news piece, Kurt. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Sam. I mean, uh, imagine if people are realizing that, uh, hey, uh, you know, there's more to life than just uh, the almighty dollar. Uh, You know, of course, this does kind of go along with the whole uh, inflation idea and the idea that uh, at least uh, they say that, you know, a little bit of good news is that um, some of these states are quitting handing out the cash to, uh, uh, you know, unemployment people like Florida becoming the 23rd state to end $300 unemployment benefit boost to ease business hiring woes. You know, if <clears throat> if people have money and they want to buy something, whether it's lumber or something else, but there's nobody working to make the lumber, you know, to do the work, uh, then I don't, 
care how much you want to buy it for if there's no no product there you can't buy it right sam amen that is the point and so people are starting to have a different view and i think it's a more whole um holy view i think it's a more responsible view i think it's great news ladies and gentlemen yeah how much good news uh can you handle in a day kurt well, we try to do all the good news we can. I mean, it is painful to have to suffer through it, uh, you know, occasionally, right, Sam? Yes, indeed. Here's the good news. Ready? Yeah. Um, looks like South Carolina mm-hmm. and Texas finally pass what they call open carry. I call AKA constitutional carry. Kurt? That is great, isn't it? I mean, imagine an America where we follow the Constitution. Hmm. Kind of way out idea, but anyway. President Trump says uh, his new social media website will be rolled out soon. You know, you can always go to the uh, DonaldJTrump.com slash desk, though, and read what he has to say for now, right, Sam? Yeah, Donald, call me if you want some help, my friend. I've been trying to reach out to you with no response, but hey, I'm open and willing to work on things that could promote all things liberty my friend and the election audit is resuming in arizona's largest county they had some graduations so they had to take a little break at the memorial coliseum there but they're gonna they're back to work down there now sam as well as it should be resuming we should get to the bottom of it yesterday get it done folks expose the fraud and let's move on yeah put the criminals in jail kurt I guess old Patrick Byrne, he's working hard at uh, exposing things, just like Mike uh, Lindell at Frank's Speech, and the Frank Speech stuff is working right yes, now. Yes, it is. So I called a guy yesterday to and talked to him about going to the Red Pill Expo, Kurt, which I'm going to, and he basically cool. said, yeah, we're, we're on Frank's Speech. So I thought that was pretty cool. God save the Republic. <laughs>